What has your life on Hi-Fi? God has my life on Hi-Fi. <laughs> You're listening to Life on Hi-Fi, the podcast. And I'm your host, Dominic Justina. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Part two of Finding Stillness with Nana Frimpong starts now. We were born with so much potential. I forgot who mentioned this. I might find him after I'm done with this point. But he said that we are unique expressions of the infinite. Amen. Which is just another way of saying that we each have a a different purpose, a valuable purpose. So it's like finding... And I consider myself to be on this journey of self-mastery. It's like finding the flow and the humility to become a vessel for the infinite. So in a sense, that person that we've never met, we probably experience and we just want to experience more of that because mm-hmm. it, it kind of feels like you're on top of the world. It, do- it does when you surrender, but it takes so much to get there. Yeah. You said something that reminded me. I went to see Rob Bell. He's a pastor, mm-hmm. writer, activist, all of these amazing things. And he said, you know, there's the truth of the situation. There's the trauma. There's the loss. There's the love. But then there's also the things that we as human beings put on these situations. We're so busy trying to name them, right? Like, what does this mean to me? What does this mean for who I am and who I'm going to be? But it's like, if you just are able to stand apart from it, stand, look at it from a glance and be able to say, I don't know what this means. I don't know how these things align. I don't even know if this is going to lead to anything, but I surrender and I'm on holy ground always. Mm -hmm. That's when life like rushes to meet you. Mm hmm. Trusting the unknown. Amen. So another thing that we have in common is that we both have mantras. What was yours again? Was it something about tides or? Yes, it was. Yeah. It's, it's, and just like that, the tide changed. Ah, and I remember when yes. you when you said it. Yes. In that moment when you uttered the word, the, the the mantra, I actually felt a shift. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um. Yeah. That's exactly what it does for me because I I don't even know how it. I think I was praying and then I just like said it mm-hmm. or I was writing it down and I, I, whatever. But I say it every time I pray or every time I'm uncertain about something. And it's my way of saying something's moving. Mm-hmm. I might not see it. I might not know where it, when it's coming, how it's coming, but something is moving. So it's kind of my way of saying amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's my, it's okay. my amen in many ways, just kind of, some something is moving for you nana from palm believe that even if you can't see it even if you can't see it yeah that's beautiful what about you what's yours um so mine is there is no cage big enough to hold you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and for me it's the, just like you i don't remember the exact time when it was birthed but Um, I definitely have started to say it because there was a time when I was feeling small and I was feeling very because I was very self-conscious and I was very like I was a very anxious person. And so I think that birth when I really needed to reassure myself that this life is for you. Right. And nothing here is nothing here in this material world is to stop you from what the divine has created for you. Right. And you deserve these are gifts. You deserve them. There's nothing wrong with claiming them. So it has definitely helped me in times when I'm grappling with remembering my worth. And a lot of that is just connecting to the fact that I am loved. 
and I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And um, yeah, that's what it does for me. That's so beautiful. And you, what everything you just said just cements once again that that self-worth, that, that feeling that you deserve this, it comes from the infinite, right? There's no... We've, we've done so much, like we've organized on campus, we've, we've done, we've led so many things, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, when we talk about the things that have shaped us and made us who we are, it's the stillness, it's, it's those concepts of love and surrender. It's pure, it's internal. It's, it's internal. Definitely. And it's infinite. Internal. Yeah, and it's infinite. It does not run out. Yes, it does not. But you need to put in the work. That's, that's the like sucky thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, because work builds character, right? Yes. (laughs) Imagine if we didn't have to put in the work. How would we evolve? (laughs) How would we evolve? I don't even know. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Exactly. (laughs) What advice would you give to somebody right now who is going through a lot of busy? They're doing this, that, and the third, and they're struggling to prioritize themselves or put themselves first. I would say, well, I think one question that you need to ask yourself is, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? And for some reason, for not for some reason, for some people, it looks good on my resume is a good enough answer. And if that's who you are, own that, right? For other people, it's like, no, I actually, I really believe in this community and I want to help X, Y person. And I believe that this will change something. If that's your reason, stick with that and work that reason. But I think getting honest with why you're doing what you're doing frees up so much time and energy mm-hmm. um, because you realize you start to realize, oh, I'm only doing that because my mom thinks it's important or I think the guy that I like thinks it's important. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody outside of me thinks it's important. But when you get still and you ask yourself, I think that frees up a lot of energy and kind of that, that anxiety that people feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another thing is you have to, once again, like what we've been saying, like it takes work and you need to prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. We were really fortunate in that we were able to do school and we were also able to organize. Not everybody can do that. And I think once again, getting honest about what you can do, what your capacity is, is essential because you have to put yourself first. And sometimes that takes time to, to understand I know for me, I didn't. I, I thought, okay, as long as I'm doing the work, that means I'm valuable, and that means that'll be fine. But then you realize that you're not fine, right? Yeah. And then it's just you and your bedroom, and you're like, why do I feel so depleted and sad and anxious and all of these other things? And it's because you didn't take time to like look at yourself and invest in yourself. And how and many? It's so hard. Sorry, how many stories do we hear of people who seem to have it all externally, uh-huh. but they commit suicide or they overdose or or they check themselves into rehab or they're yeah. going going through some stuff and you're like but this person is successful yeah this person yeah. has all of these people all of these relationships all of this money why and it, i think it goes back to us being um spiritual beings and us like needing that fulfillment not externally but from the infinite so it's an internal source. It's the internal work that we do that really, that really um, aligns us with our value. Mm-hmm. And Pete Rollins, he, I don't know how to describe him. He's just this amazing man. And he said, 
you know, you work so hard to fulfill things only to realize that the things that you fulfill don't fulfill you. Mm. And isn't that the truth? It is. And, and he says, maybe we need to realize that the beauty of life is the struggle. Because once you get the thing, once you get the leadership role or you get the A in class or you get, get the person that you want to date or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's like that thing, that thing in you that was like craving that, all of a sudden you're like, oh, why do I still feel so empty even though I'm getting such and such marks and I have this title? Yeah. And it's because it's the pursuit, the difficulty, the struggle is what makes life so beautiful. Yeah. And we can always turn pain into purpose. Always. You can always turn pain into purpose. I'm just remembering that the um, person I was mentioning, the one who said that um, we are all unique expressions of the infinite. His name is Dr. Michael Bernard. I don't know if you know him. Oh, my Dominic, I love him. You love him? Oh, yes. Okay, so Oprah did a super soul um, conversation yes. with him. And that, oh my gosh, I loved that conversation so It was so much. good, right? Yeah. So if you are seeking any kind of guidance or counsel in the department of finding your purpose, um, definitely check out Oprah's Super Soul Conversation with Dr. Michael Bernard. It's exceptional. And he does this other Super Soul Conversation where it's just him talking. It's about 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. If you search that, you'll find that. But it's, he's, he's so amazing. He is. So four things I've learned just from stillness. We basically basically said, so number one, the importance of putting me first. And we've spoken about this quite a bit. You, not the things that you do or the people you know, the relationships you have, but actual you, putting you first. Number two, honoring the gifts the gifts that we've been given. So if there is a talent that you have or if there's an opportunity for you to create something, do it. I feel like creative energy is the best fuel in the world to like actually connect with our purpose and our passion. Just being able to create and to just allow ourselves to be overwhelmed by that energy and to really give into it is beautiful so honoring my gifts third thing i've learned is pursuing my life's purpose nana what you mentioned earlier about the why i think asking why are you doing this why instead of focusing on how i think that question alone puts you into a space of figuring it out, navigating the truth and figuring out why we're motivated to do something. And then the fourth thing has definitely been strengthening my relationship with God because before anybody else, and I've always been somebody who knows and recognizes that I'm here to serve, And I love helping people, but I realize that before anybody else, I am seeking a strong relationship with my creator. And he alone can order my steps. Not the person advising me or the person uh, mentoring me or the person who I'm in a friendship with. He alone 
can order my steps. And so strengthening my relationship with God has really helped to just turn my perspective around on my value and my self-worth. So those are the said. those are the Amen. four things. <laughs> Dominic just preached. He just preached. Thank you. Yeah. So those are the four things that have helped to transform me. Nana, what about you? For me, number one is I think they're all very similar to you in this similar vein, but number one is God is always speaking. Mm. And it's it's whether or not we we're trying to listen, but God, universe, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is always speaking. And so Nothing is ever a coincidence. You know, the reason why you and I, even Dominic, met that one time in residence. (laughs) And four years later, here we are, means something. It was really the most random meeting. It really was. (laughs) At like 10 p.m. Yeah. Just for another podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Another episode. (laughs) Another episode. (laughs) Um, Number two would be you have to make room for stillness to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. And by stillness, I mean prayer, journaling, having conversations like this with people, kind of dropping down and into yourself mm-hmm. and taking stock of what's around you. Mm-hmm. You have to make time for it because we're just so oversaturated with social media and people running and moving that if you don't make time, it just won't be there for you. Right. And trust is essential. So trust, I'm using trust and surrender almost interchangeably there where it's like you have to believe that the universe is going to catch you if you just, you know, surrender and you're honest with what it is you're supposed to do. And once again, Rob Bell, he says this amazing thing. He says, you know, pursue this thing that seems good because the minute you take a wrong step, you know, and it's what you do with the knowing. It's really what you do with the knowing after. Mm-hmm. I think So that was number three, right? Yeah. Um, and I think my last one would be stillness is not this perfect thing, right? It's, it's messy and it's complicated. You get still and all of your insecurities and all the things that you're thinking about come up to the surface. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're forced to reckon with what is. But I say, you know, hold on to those parts of you that are like messy and complicated and the things that you wish people did or didn't know about you because that's what makes you who you are. And I, I say, you know, always getting still and meditating and being with yourself is so hard sometimes. And on some days you don't want to do it. And some days I don't do it, but pursue yourself and believe that you deserve to have those moments because you do, and they will give back to you tenfold. Mm. I love that. Thank you. I love that. And you said something that reminds me of um, this book that I read by Paulo Coelho. And essentially, it's this idea of the universe will conspire to give you what you desire. Mm -hmm. And it's just knowing and having the faith that you're covered. Yeah. You are good. You're good. And Dominic, you know, something I want to add to that is I am not free from anxiety mm-hmm. at all. You know, I'm, I'm really, sometimes it feels like my default is anxiety. Yeah. So I have to work at it every single day. And it's a conscious choice for me to be like, you know what? Exactly what you just said. The universe is conspiring 
so that I am okay. But that takes work and that takes like conscious effort and grounding myself in prayer and conversations like this with you to remind myself of that. Yeah, it's a constant process. It is. It, it, there is yeah. no there is no um, instant or quick fix. Yeah. Definitely is an up and down journey and a battle. But I think that what we're doing right so far, as young as we are, is just being as conscious about that process as possible mm-hmm. and being intentional mm-hmm. in the things that we do to to um, become better versions of ourselves each and every single day it it takes it takes work but the thing is with this kind of work it's not like assignments where you have a hard deadline and you have to sit down you yeah. write no this work is fulfilling it it's not to say that <laughs> that the work that we do in school isn't fulfilling but you know it goes and it feeds directly back into yourself and so you you feel you feel the the um the whether it's joy or whether it's um self-confidence or whether mm-hmm. it's understanding more that you are loved and like actually moving in that space and like creating relationships that respect your boundaries because you know that you're loved like mm-hmm. it's it, it creates a whole space of just transforming your life and like mm-hmm. that alone makes it so worthwhile so yeah. it's it's work but it's not burdensome work and it gets hard, like you were on saying. On some days. Yeah. Well, yeah, on some <laughs> on days. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It gets hard because you can't lie. You can't go through this process and yep. lie to yourself and expect to have results. Like, you have to be honest with whatever trauma that you probably faced in the past or whatever difficulty that you're facing right now, whatever insecurities that are going through your head right now, whatever fears or anxieties that are crippling you right now or about the future, like those things you have to face in order to have an honest, an honest result, an honestly fulfilling result. Um, And Dominic, you know, I would love to get your perspective on this because I found that since I started, you know, being more conscious, I think I always have, but, you know, taking it a little bit more seriously now that I'm older, is that you realize that there's, there's these certain patterns that show up in your life, even in the people that you surround yourself with. You're like, why do I keep seeing this person in my life? Like they're just wearing a different outfit. Mm -hmm. So like being still and, you know, being conscious, you really tap into, oh my that person is connected to that person, but I'm the common denominator. So what in me is attracting that? Mm-hmm. What in me is repelling that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you said it before, like I, I really do believe in the law of attraction. And to me, that sounds yeah. like it. So whatever is happening internally, I feel like it definitely translates to what we're attracting externally. And so mm-hmm. in regards to the relationships that you were just mentioning, like people, I always see, and even if I go through a relationship that was difficult, I always turn inwards to try and figure out what within me attracted the situation. And I know in some situations it's hard to do that because um, whether it's like you've been abused or wrongfully um, treated, you don't want to think, oh, I did something to cause that. But like, essentially, I really do think that there's a state 
that 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 um we're in we're operating from and when it's and from that main state is what we attract externally so for instance with my friends I realize that some of them are just aspects like different aspects of who I am Mm-hmm. There might be an extreme, but there's still an aspect of who I am. And to me, that was interesting. Like, it's like connecting the dots. Yes. Yeah. The same way we can attract um, difficulties or struggle based on the stories that we're telling ourselves internally, we can also attract success by shifting our mindset, which is why I really, really do believe in the power of thoughts and thinking and like speaking things into the universe because. I've witnessed where it has happened to me. I love that. Very true. And that's a wrap. <laughs> hey. Amen. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me, Dominic. This is beautiful. Thank you. If you enjoyed that conversation, remember to hit subscribe so you can follow Life on Hi Fi episodes. Life on Hi-Fi is found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any of your favorite streaming sites. That's it. Take care, y'all. Stay Gucci, stay fly, and keep creating.